Yeah, so so welcome to the podcast. Um, we're interviewing here with Liz O'Brien. Jamie, thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I want to talk about, just before we get too far into it, how we sort of met. Because the way in which, I'm not sure who reached out first. I can't remember. Do you remember who reached out? Was um, it- I think you may have seen a post of mine on LinkedIn. Right, and made a comment. Either I've sent something to you or it was through LinkedIn initially. I think that was it. Absolutely. But I think it was hugely funny because I had seen a series of your videos on LinkedIn. So I was just getting onto LinkedIn because I am so far behind on all this stuff. It's not funny. Um, So I was getting onto LinkedIn and then I saw one of your posts and I was like, wow, like this woman has got it. So I'm I'm like, okay, so this is the celebrity of, of LinkedIn. She's got... Oh, stop. <laughs> but did I say that when I first reached out to you? You did. You did. And I couldn't believe it because, you know, I think, um, you know, certainly my videos have improved since the beginning, but they're still pretty average. <laughs> <laughs> the presentation, the articulation, you know, everything about it was just spot on. And I used to look at mine and go, no wonder I'm not getting any traction. I look like I don't even look like a try hard. I look like a try not very much, right? I'm <laughs> <laughs> as rough as guts. And then we come across the sea and I'm like, man, I would, I would love to know more about what this woman does. Um, but that's your thing. That's what makes you you and that's what, you know, appeals to a lot of people about you is that that's very authentic to you. So I think that's a positive thing. It's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. And this is kind of the only way that I know how to be. So Yeah, yeah. So... Tell us a bit about you. Uh, well, um, so I guess I started, um, so I'm, I've been working in HR for quite some time, so many, many years, probably around 25 years experience or more. Um, so sort of worked my way up in the corporate corporate world. Um, but I've always kind of had this entrepreneurial desire drive. And over the years, I've had uh, five businesses now, uh, which I've founded from scratch, um, and I just love the idea of being in business. I, I just love the process and I just really enjoy it. So um, so my latest business is um, I founded Liz O'Brien Talks. Um, so I'm across quite a few platforms um, and basically um, really just trying to provide, you know, guidance and inspiration and motivation and education for people who want to develop a, a business idea or want to want to grow an online business but just you know, don't really know how to do it. There's lots of information out there. It's all very confusing. So I really want to kind of simplify that for people. Um, and then went through some personal um, upheaval probably in the last seven, eight months or so. Um, and really that kind of saw me just put things on hold for quite a long time. Um, yeah, for the last few months at least, I've kind of just put things on pause, which is good for me because normally um, I have a tendency to just dive into something and then something will change and I'll quit and then I'll move on to the next thing. So this time around, I kind of learned from that and went, okay, look, I'm just not going to shut it down. It's not the right time for me at the moment. I'm just going to pop it on hold for a little bit, kept it ticking along. And now um, I'm kind of feeling ready to pick it up again. So just really in the last couple of days, I've gone, you know what? I'm back. You're back so, and it's time and I'm flying. I'm a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start by doing a podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're in business, you've been in the corporate world for a long time and we know you. it's a very, I mean, it's a safe space now. It's somewhere you've been a long time and you're very, very good at what you do. Um, but you've yeah. travelled a different personal journey. Tell us more, let us know a bit more about you. 
oh, geez, I don't like talking about me. <laughs> uh, but the, the personal journey that I've been on just recently, I mean, I've been through quite a few throughout my life and um, as most people, you know, have some had some challenging things happen, you know, in early life, um, no different to most people. But I think my most recent one was the, the, um, the breakdown of my marriage, um, which is always a really difficult thing. And, yeah, I found myself on my own for the first time in my life. I'm 46 years of age and I've never never been on my own ever um, in the world. So it was a very different space for me and I didn't know how to be in the world on my own. Um, so I found that really challenging. Mm. I don't consider myself a person, you know, I've always, you know, everyone has down days and up days and all that sort of thing, but I've never really experienced depression or anything like that previously in my life, I don't believe, uh, for any sort of length of time. But this time I actually found myself increasingly sad all the time. And, yeah, I just found myself crying all the time. I was really just sad and I just found that um, that was gaining momentum rather than improving. Um, So I decided to do something about that fairly quickly um, before it got a lot worse. So I went and saw a doctor and got myself to, um, you know, speak to somebody, which was really, really helpful. Um, and, you know, even the doctor said it's a really good thing that that you have um, done something about it very quickly because these things can, the longer you leave it, can really start to take hold. And when they do take hold, um, it's very difficult to, to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, it's been probably seven months and I'm really feeling in such a much better place now um, and during that time I found it really difficult to keep my my business going and in fact I found it even hard to keep my day job going which is crazy for me because I absolutely love my work my, my day job and my my business as well um, so I kind of put it on hold but I'm now starting to feel like I'm back yeah beautiful well well yeah. I mean we used to to talk at all different hours during those early days um, and like myself, you were doing crazy hours. Oh, a few years ago, I, I decided to do my master's. Um, so I was working full-time in an extremely stressful job with an absolute narcissistic bully of a boss at the time. So it was under extreme pressure at work to breaking point, trying to do my master's at nighttime, trying to run a household and do all of that thing, all of that sort of stuff. Um, I did get through that, got my master's, which allowed me to progress um, in my career, which is, you know, really wonderful. Um, but then um, being the kind of person that I am, I like to kind of be busy and I like to tackle a lot of things and achieve a lot of things. I really kept feeling that entrepreneurial pull. Like I really just love being in business. I don't care what it's in. I've had, you know, direct selling businesses. I've sold products. I've sold now on a line. Um, so all different types of businesses. And so I started um, Liz O'Brien Talks and wasn't really sure kind of what my product was going to be, what my core product was going to be, but I just started creating content and just kind of went, well, I'll just see where it goes. And I thought, well, I've been in business five times. I know a lot about business. I know a lot about leadership. I've coached people all my career through my HR work. What better thing to talk about and teach people um, than being in business and leadership and, you know, all of those people who, who want to lead and um, develop their entrepreneurship and um, yeah because you know you've got that whole um, what do you call it the, the whole um, where you don't believe in yourself you know the um, self-doubt 
Yeah, it's the, the self-doubt. It's all, it's all of that self-doubt. You think, well, who am I to be teaching other people? There's people out there that know so much more than me. But one of the things that I read quite some time ago and really stuck with me is that there are always people who know less than you who would love to be at the stage that you're at. So, yes, while there are people who are much further advanced in their businesses than I am, they're turning over hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm not, but there are people who have just got an idea and who would like to get started. And those people who are super successful, that's just a little bridge too far for them to cross. So it's a little unattainable, it's unachievable and it's scary and confusing to learn from people like that. They want to learn from somebody who's just a little bit further advanced than they are on that journey. Um, and I remember reading that and thinking, yeah, there are people, I know I know quite a lot about being in business and there are people who want to learn about how to get started. Um, so that's where my focus is and that's where my focus is now. So I'm almost finished developing a course called um, uh, How to Start a Profitable Online Business. And it just basically takes people from scratch how to develop the, their concept or even if they don't even have an idea of what they want to be in business in, teaches them how to develop their idea, how to develop their concept, do some research um, and takes them right through to developing a website and getting online and trading. Yeah. Very well. Well, it's where the world's going. It is. It absolutely is, yeah. Yeah, I, I often talk to a lot of um, particularly women that, that have, um, you know, travelled a similar journey um, to what you've travelled, maybe not necessarily in the corporate world, but they've, they've done other things and, and so forth. And, you know, when there's kids involved, when there's, you know, lack of sleep and, and incredible um, restraints around them, one of the things that we all have access to is the internet. Yeah. You know, and and I agree with you. It's one of those things where my personal opinion is any person with a bit of nous, you know, get a little bit of coaching, can achieve incredible results. Absolutely. You can learn everything off the internet, yeah. literally everything. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, you know... You, Somebody has done it before you and guaranteed there is information on whatever it is that you want to do or whatever it is that you want to learn or whatever obstacle you're stuck on, search it up and you'll find the answer to it. So really there's no barrier. I think it's just so much easier for people to be in business now than it ever was. Yeah. Um, fast. Yeah. Got all the information at our fingertips. What would be your advice as to how they could, you know, what's a starting point for some of these, these people that are interested? Yeah, I think... Um, I think there's a, a really nice intersection between what you're really interested in and what you're good at and what you what you know and what what people are wanting. So it's kind of, to me, some people sit in in the camp where it's all about your passion and what you what you can do and what you want to do, and then there's the other camp which is um, it doesn't matter really what you're interested in. It's all about what product or service people want. But I think if you can have that intersection between the two. I think you're you're really nailing it because you're going to be interested and invested and people can sense that and feel it. Um, and you're also providing something, you know, you can you could probably find something very obscure, you know, if you like, you know, sewing jumpers for teddy bears. If that's your passion, you could do that. There's probably going to be a certain proportion of the population who would be interested in that, but maybe not as many as if you did something else. So I think it's kind of finding that balance between the two, if you can strike that. And in my course, it actually teaches people how to um, search up an idea on things like um, on the internet, like on Google, um, how to, you know, uh, how to for dummies, um, oh. on the best 
Oh, so it's all of that. So you can actually search your ideas. And if there's a certain amount of uh, books and product and uh, articles and so forth written about your product, about your idea, within a certain range, you know that that's going to be something that people are interested in. So if you do a search and nothing comes up on it, it's unlikely that there's going to be a great deal of interest on it. But if you, if it comes up and there's hundreds of millions of hits on it, it might be too saturated. But if you've got something in the middle uh, where you, you get a certain amount of hits on it, it's a lot, you know that there's a, a good amount of interest in it. So people yeah. are wanting to learn and read articles and so forth about your area of, of interest. So it kind of gives you an idea that, hey, this is something that people are interested in. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's that's great advice. Um, as you know, I'm always talking about, you know, inspiration, motivation, empowerment and so forth. And I yeah. always say to people that, um, you know, I'm dealing with a lot lot of, you know, 30 to 45-year-old people. Now I've got people younger, I've got people older. Um, I actually did a 30-day challenge recently and the average age yeah. of the 30-day challenge, we had 150 people participate and the average age was 42. So when we look at that demographic um, and somewhere within that range, we look at people that, that um, you know, they've suffered significant traumas typically when they've been working with me. Um, you know, and I say to them, and I and I truly believe that mindset is absolutely key, first and foremost, the number one thing that you've got to work on. But then they're looking at it going, okay, next steps, where to from here? Yeah. Um, and I say quite often, whatever you've achieved in these first 35 years, 40 years, you know, you look at you and I, all right, whatever you've achieved in the first 45, 48 years, right, yeah. you can probably achieve more in the next five years because you've now got the intellectual property. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that, particularly what you were saying about how everything, you know, all of that experience that you've gained up until this point gives you such an advantage that, you know, in the next five years you can probably achieve so much more than you have up until this point. I know that um, for me, you know, and you have no idea at the time, especially when you're young. So I worked in retail for quite a few years. I worked as a waitress for a few years, which I hated and I was terrible at. I'm not a I'm not a silly person, but I was a really bad waitress. I, um, I, <laughs> my poor boss at the time, I um I ruined an entire humongous vat of ice cream because I dropped a whole tub of uh, topping in it. <laughs> I dropped a, a hot pot of tea on a lady on the lounge beside her, and it bounced and went. <laughs> oh my god! There were so many stories. See, I would and be the waiter, not coming to help pissing myself laughing watching <laughs> I was terrible at it and I was terrified of going to work I hated it I really hated it anyway so that's not my not my thing but um yeah but so there were things that I learned in that job and and subsequent jobs that I had after that that I had no idea I learned things in those jobs yeah that I still use today like I learned how to speak to people I learned how to negotiate with people and and so many skills that I use today. Yeah, absolutely. Now, again, knowing the people that I work with um, that have suffered a lot, um, you know, and one of the things that we grapple with is self-worth and the fact that yeah. they can't and the fact that they've been told often like in narcissistic relationships that they're not going to mm. amount to anything. You'll, you'll be nothing, if you know, if it wasn't for me. Having experience in having to overcome 
you know, yeah. and travel that ground and bounce back? What's some advice that you could share, you know, and, and, yeah. and share in that light? I think you know, speaking purely from a from a personal perspective, I'm not a not a you know a professional in this field or anything, but just having gone through similar experiences, I think that you know talking to someone such as yourself is a really good starting point because they're going to give you a different perspective than you might be able to um, achieve on your own in a short period of time, um, and I think for me. Um, Facing your own sort of demons and darkness and facing your own, you know, challenges and things where you may have sort of felt this underlying thing in your life, but you kind of push it to the side, you keep yourself busy with work, you keep yourself busy with your family and all the things that you do, and it's kind of just there under the surface. But when you have come out of something like that, so you know, a narcissistic relationship or something like that, some trauma, I think for me it has been to face those those things that I've pushed to the side over the years, you know, whether it be, you know, a bad relationship you've had with your dad or whatever it might be, um, and actually just really start to work on those things and deal, try to deal with those things. Um, and also to look at your own failings and your own darkness as well because so for me, you know, there's certain aspects of me that, I think I need to work on. So, and I think awareness is just such an important, powerful thing in your healing. So, you know, we all have things, but if you can be aware of what they are, um, yeah, you can really, really overcome things. I think if you've just got that awareness. One of the things that I'm dealing with, with, with people that have suffered from manipulative relationships or long-term yeah. relationships where they haven't been truly valued is they yeah. have broken themselves down to a point where they have a new norm. And the new norm is that, you know, that they're not worthy. And, you know, so when we look at and talk about um, awareness, it's not about accepting fault, is it? No, not, no. It's particularly for those people who have um, gone through, uh, you know, a relationship like that where they've really, you know, suffered and they've suffered um, you know, mental abuse, verbal abuse, and all of, all of those sorts of things, which can just absolutely destroy a person. Um, no, so for those people, I didn't come out of a relationship um, where I suffered those things to such a degree. Um, so I think for those people, it's really understanding that you know it, it's not their fault, um, and to understand that they have self worth. And I think it's it can be really helpful and really validating to hear it from a person such as yourself because, I mean, you can tell yourself those things, but if you don't believe it, sometimes you need to hear those things from somebody else yeah. to, you know, start that journey of believing it yourself. Yeah, and quite often they've got to a point where they actually don't believe it, so they don't tell themselves yes. anymore. Yeah, yeah. It feels it feel extremely false and it just feels like, yeah. you know, something you're told that you should do but it just doesn't it doesn't resonate it's not it doesn't feel genuine or authentic you're just saying it but you don't you don't believe it no yeah but there is a light at the end of the tunnel isn't there there absolutely is yeah it take it takes work and it's not easy and when, when you're working through all of these things it feels like you're never you're never going to get to that light at the end of the tunnel it feels like you will be in this state forever this 
depressed state or confused or lack of direction. Um, and it just it just feels like this is this is what I am now. Um, that was a very scary thing for me because I've always been a person who um, is quite focused and, um, you know, I have a plan and I, I know what I'm doing and I'm very organised and um, driven. Um, and I went from that person to being a person who ha- I didn't ha- want to get out of bed in the morning. I would, like, lay in bed for, for pretty much most of the day because I, I I knew I had things to do but I didn't want to do those things. And the more that I didn't do them, the more they were piling up and I just couldn't face them. So... And when you're going through that at the time, it's hard to recognise that you will not be like that forever. Things change and you will change and that's not who you are at your core and you will go back to who you are at your core. Um, And it was very helpful for for me. So I I spoke to um, somebody who helped me work through those things because I was, as I said, I was kind of spiralling and getting worse rather than getting better on my own. So I recognised that I needed to talk to somebody. And, um, you know, out of all of the sessions that I've had, I think the most valuable thing that was said to me was that this will, you will not be like this forever and it's okay. This is actually very normal. And if you had gone through all of those things and you weren't like this, that would be quite almost abnormal. So what you're going through is quite normal and it won't be forever. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just ride through it, try and work through it and you'll come out the other side. Yeah, and uh, it, was very, um, it was really good to hear that that I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be this forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a perception when you're feeling a lack of worth that mm. you're a shitty person, that you're no good, that all the negativity that you can think, and we could we can come up with a thousand little stories yeah. of badness, right? Yeah. But you're a perfect example <clears throat> where people's imagination. So I look at things as a, an imagination gap, an interpersonal gap, an intertemporal gap, right? So the imagination gap is when we're imagining what reality is. So when we're looking at you, and for those that don't know, go and look at Liz's page, an absolutely gorgeous young woman, and I'm going to say young because I'm <laughs> not <older> than you. <laughs> right? who, who, if you were just to judge Liz, from these videos, you're going to go, oh, I mean, she, she, everything falls at her feet. But then you're now hearing that Liz has a story. So the imagination gap that you have to look a particular way or be a particular way, you know, it means I'm weak. But if people go and look at your videos, they're not going to see a weak woman. They're not going to see an, uh, an uneducated woman. They're not going to see, they're going to see someone that they would, their imagination would go, her life is just perfect. Yeah. People throw rose petals down in front of it. It's like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't discriminate. That's the imagination gap. You know, the the interpersonal gap is a comparison against others. And when you're beaten, you're comparing quite often against this imagination gap, which again is a false reality, right? And then the intertemporal gap, is looking going, I once was here. I should have moved forward and therefore I am a failure. I am failing. I am worthless. I am shit, right? And you look and you go, none of that is right. You are you. You've travelled your journey. Your journey has has shaped the amazing character that resides at the centre core of your consciousness. And as you were saying before, it's all this that builds you to be the best version of yourself. You don't choose the path that you walked. 
but you have walked it. Yeah. And as a consequence of walking a path, as a consequence of being pushed down and getting back up and pushed down and getting back up and pushed down and getting back up, you have earned resilience. You have earned courage. You have earned strength. These things have evolved in you, but you've also tripled down on something that was probably natural. You know, like when I look at you, you're also, you're these things and you're going, wow, I'm looking at a brute. You go, no, you're looking at a woman that has lived life, but you're also tripled down on love, compassion, empathy, trustworthiness, wisdom, knowledge. Yes. It has for other people. The yes. trauma that you've suffered suffered yes. has evolved you into this amazing, complete, full woman. You're not less than, you are more than. Absolutely. It feels like, you know, you you are in that fire and I don't know if, 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 if like forging is the right word, but it's like you go into oh, that hell fire. Yeah, so hell yeah. So much stronger, yeah, and so much stronger and, and softer, stronger and softer. And yeah. I have a lot of people now that's, you know, much stronger than it was before. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I, stronger and soft, that's the power of vulnerability, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I had become very hard and I didn't like people and I didn't, you know, I had convinced myself I don't need people and I don't like people and I don't like what they are and became very hard. And as I've sort of worked through, you know, before when I said, you know, you work through your own demons and your own darkness, as I've worked through those things the last few months, I've become I feel so much stronger as a person, but I also feel I've got my softness back and I love people and I just want to help people and, you know, show them that empathy and support. And yeah, just, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So if people um, want to reach out to you, we know it's Liz O'Brien Talks, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's TikTok, and you put yep. different material on all three platforms. Yep, sure do. Yeah, I try and produce um, videos. I was producing uh, five around five videos a day, but that's um, reduced a little bit. So I'm trying to gain some balance and perspective in my life. Um, <laughs> I produce video content, uh, written content, um, and yeah, it's all you know, all free content. And um, I'd love for, for people to come and say hello, yeah, drop me, ask me some questions if they have, if they want to know anything about uh, you know starting up a business or anything for that matter. Um, drop me a DM. I always respond and I'm really happy to hear from people and help wherever I can. Beautiful. Absolutely perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. This has been an absolute honour to share this time with you, to share this experience, to share your journey um, and to have this chat on our podcast, Fuck Therapy. What do you think of the name? I love it. I think it's one of the best names I've ever heard. I love it. Love, love, love it. I love everything about it. (laughs) it's you to a T and I think um, you know thank you for having me on and I just value our friendship so much like we just clicked from the moment we started talking and yeah we'll, we'll, we'll be lifelong friends and I'm really you know really grateful for that absolutely absolutely well thank you so much and to everyone do you want to say it you know what the words are there's two words that got to be said to end every podcast stay strong is that it (laughs) That's what you normally say, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Okay, thanks so much, Jamie. That was awesome. You're welcome.